Hi, okay, so now I'm going to be answering the question about the difference between the ice bath and warm bath and does it affect and how does it affect active people. So right now, there's a lot of research coming out from both sides and there's always a debate going on, but this is the science and this is what has already been shown. So for ice bath, which is somewhat like cryotherapy, normally it has been it has to be done up to 15 minutes at approximately 10 to 15 degrees Celsius water that you soak in. So what happens is that in ice water, normally it uh, causes a blood vessel vasoconstriction, which then you know, restricts the blood flow. But at the same time, once you, are step, once you step out of that bath, it actually helps to flush out your metabolic waste because your body starts to warm up and the... Uh, the vessels actually open up so the blood will actually flush right so this is actually more and and there's also been signs that actually supports this in the sense that it it helps more endurance athletes but it actually restricts or reduces the amount of uh, i would say the long-term goals for people that are looking towards hypertrophy so athletes strength-based athletes they actually do hydroport hypertrophy work will actually see a reduced uh, impact towards their workout so it doesn't really help for like hypertrophy athletes to actually be doing ice baths and the benefits of that will be reduced so you actually see yourself actually dropping and reducing and your timeline in, t in terms of having a hypertrophy growth for your muscles is reduced all right so on the other side on the warm warm bath right uh there's been a lot of research showing that it actually improves your insulin sensitivity and it also reduces inflammation reduces swelling of the muscles which then actually helps to relax the muscles right and then at the same time for athletes let's say in the colder region of the world when they actually want to acclimate acclimatize the body towards warm temperatures let's say for competitions when you're an elite athlete or active athlete let's say you're doing endurance like ultra marathon cycling triathlon doing warm water baths actually helps you to acclimatize the body towards heat and your ability to withstand heat increases over time but it has to be consistent but also not overdone that's why saunas and um Soaking in warm baths is also limited to time. You should never be pushing it because there's a lot of safety factor when it comes to soaking in warm water because you can actually cause yourself to, you know, have increased heart rates, increase, you know, various different things. Your blood pressure can increase as well when you're in hot water. So the difference in both sides in terms of ice and warm as well, when you soak, there's actually like shock to the body. So you need to be able to control your breathing patterns as well to prevent these things from happening right and then at the same time it increases the blood vessels movement so how what what does this mean so uh, when the blood vessels vasodilates right it helps with the flow of blood and there's a healing properties in the blood which then uh, reduces and takes tension off the nerves as well so for people that actually have like nerve impingements when you soak in warm water it actually relaxes your muscles a lot more as compared to someone that's gonna soak in ice baths, right? Because it constricts everything. So this is something that can help people that, are, that have lower back issues, have had uh, impinged issues, have nerve issues going on in the back. 
this is something that can be done and it's also been scientifically proven but the thing is you also need to check with your doctor if you're planning to do that if you do have that injury and it has happened to you you need to check before you go do this because you never know it might cause more problems rather than fixing your issues as well all right at the same time it actually reduces blood pressure and it causes the blood arteries causes the arteries to become more flexible right for this one there's a lot of signs in it there's a lot of articles in it you can actually just go online and search how uh, warm baths actually reduce blood pressure and causing the arteries to relax all right and there's been uh, there's been research that actually shows that there is a little bit of science and how warm baths are associated with reducing the risk of dementia so that one is quite an interesting uh, research but right now i think they're still in the midst of studying more finding out more in that medical field in terms of dementia but i wouldn't say it's a it's all and all for dementia because there's a lot more things that affects dementia so i'm not i'm not an expert in dementia i'm not an expert in dealing with dementia so that's one area that you probably would want to consider reading up more do not go and sell this to the world and say warm water helps with dementia immediately because no it's I'm not one that will stand for that either, unless there's even more uh, backing with regards to this, this statement, alright? And then it also reduces chronic pain. So long-term chronic pain like lower back pain, neck, shoulder, uh, your typical chronic pains that come on on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, if you realize, if you step into the shower and you just stand under warm flowing water, let's say after post-exercise or even just like cleaning the house or you know sitting at a computer for hours and you just stand under a warm shower you actually feel very comfortable so this actually helps you with that and also because it helps you to increase your blood flow naturally it is going to help to repair your muscles also and relax the muscles so a lot of the times chronic pain also can happen from tensing up or like stress that causes tensing up of the body which then doesn't help with relaxing of the body so Using warm water actually helps you to relax better, right? But of course, there are different variables with regard to what temperature of water, how long you should be in it. And if you feel that your body is not adapting well, you should get out of the, the warm water because it's going to affect you actually. And it's also sometimes it will affect your dehydration. So there are negative, uh, negative effects if you do not really uh, look at the signs of it. So what can happen when you soak too long in warm water is the same as sauna. You actually dehydrate a lot. And to you, if you start to feel like lightheadedness and whatnot, you need to start hydrating yourself. So drinking up more so as to prevent yourself from dehydrating. Because dehydrating has its own effects and negative effects as well. So you want to make sure that this safety is always taken into consideration. Alright. Then another thing is, if you're injured, never ever go into the warm water immediately after your injury. You need to go into ice at least for 48 hours. Until you have done that, then you can move on to warm right but for me we would also check with our medical professionals because they know better so you don't want to cause more problems to your injury so injury never ever ever step into warm baths 
never ever put like a warm compress on that point because it's only gonna make it worse it's only gonna cause inflammation and you know cause even more problems to that point so always start with cold then go to warm all right so yes that's all that's all for ice and warm baths so new video coming up soon i'll let you all know what video is gonna come up right so like share follow bye bye